you're listening to Crud Talk, a ministry of Fifty Shades of Grace. Everybody's got a story. I'm guessing like me, you've been hurt before. But what if I told you there was more to this life than being stuck in the hurt and sin of your past? Hey, we all have crud, but it's how we deal with it that makes all the difference. Today's episode is brought to you by CG Services, Inc. We thank you for your generous gift, which allows us to share hope and continue to help people deal with the crud in their lives. So thank you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Crud Talk. How are you doing? So my last podcast was about thanklessness. (laughs) You all are not going to believe it. Guess who got sick for Thanksgiving and had to cancel the whole holiday? Me. I was struggling a little bit with thanklessness. (laughs) I really needed to dig in deep with Jesus. I was really sad, but I'm good and back to normal and so thankful for that. So many people are getting sick right now. It's just that season, that time of year. But anyway, wanted to say a big shout out to all of the sponsors this past year. What a blessing you guys are. And I thank you so much for your support. I really feel the love. So thanks for that. So tonight we're going to jump right in. Friendship is one of the greatest gifts from the Lord that we have as humans. Jesus had a circle that was super close to him and he spent a good amount of time with them. I feel like there's two different kinds of friends. The suckers... (laughs) and the soakers. Suckers are the type of people who suck the very joy right out of the room. They come into the situation and they drain everything. You know what I mean? They suck the life out of everyone and everything. The soakers, they fill every space with good positive energy. They add to the atmosphere. It's like taking a hot shower when you're cold or sitting in a hot tub or really awesome lotion. It soaks into us and makes us feel so good. They bring joy and breathe life into the people they are friends with. So how are you doing in the friendship department? Do you have good friends? Are you a good friend? I'm wondering if we are suckers or soakers. Sucker friends make you feel like you need to keep good news to yourself. A new job, a new relationship, a new car, a new house, going on vacation, something your kids did that was cool. If you have a friend who cannot handle your good news because they get jealous or super competitive or become negative about your stuff, big red flag. Soaker friends, they cheer for each other. Your success or good news should never diminish or take away any of their success or good news. Here's an example. One friend gets pregnant. The other friend is struggling to get pregnant. We can cheer for the good stuff our friends experience, and we can cry for the things our friends are hurting over. It's all part of life and part of friendship. There's joy and success and failures and hard times. If you have something great happen, don't shrink back. Praise the Lord for what he's done and tell your friends, right? Likewise, if you're struggling, don't allow your hurt to become bitterness or jealousy towards a friend because you are not where they are. It's okay to be sad. But we shouldn't stop the praise because there is delays. Isn't that good? Do you see how I did that? We shouldn't stop the praise because there are delays. And that's what the struggles are. It's a season. Number two, sucker friends don't listen. You never have a chance to speak. They cut you off. They take over the conversation and they tend to make it about them. 
Soaker friends are good listeners and they ask you about you. They want to hear what you have to say. Number three, suckers, they constantly judge your decisions and your opinions. Soakers build you up, not tear you down. Most people who are critical are jealous. Flee, baby, flee. (laughs) Why do I say that? Jealousy is lethal. I could do a whole episode about jealousy and I think I'm going to do that. Number four, suckers, they are super ridiculously clingy. You know what I'm talking about, right? If you don't talk to them all the time or every day or say no, or you make plans with someone else, they go ballistic and they throw a fit. They monopolize all your time and energy claiming that you're besties and yet you don't enjoy spending time with them and actually feel stressed about having to spend time with them. They want to control who you're hanging out with. They want to know everything you're doing. It's a very strange form of manipulation and control. It can get to the point when you're even afraid to check your phone. (laughs) Why? Because the pressure that you feel coming from that person is so suffocating that you'd rather just turn off the phone. Which let me just say, by the way, is totally your right to do that. That's why there's an off button. Just saying. I've had people in my life that go off on me or accuse me of horrible things because I don't answer in the time frame that they would like. Be careful that you are not demanding action in your friendships. Response is thoughtful, courteous, and nice, but sometimes it can't be done right away. Soakers have their own life, and they want you to have your own life too, period. Number five, suckers, they're always negative about everything, everything, and everyone. No one is ever good enough. Nothing is ever right. I think someone who is always putting others down or negative about others is incredibly jealous of others. I've learned that when a person is constantly talking about people like they are not good enough or if there's always something wrong with everyone else, like they are the normal good ones and everyone else is messed up, that's a big red flag. Hey, we're all messed up, right? They probably do that to make themselves feel good about their lives. But putting others down is super unattractive. You and I do not have to be besties with people, but I've learned that all people count. Whether or not I'm to give them my time and energy, only the Holy Spirit can direct that. You hear what I'm saying? And I think if you ask people this about me, I can get along with hard people. (laughs) I've had to do that over the years. I have this attitude to kill them with kindness. And maybe I'm a little twisted. Okay, let's just say I am. When someone doesn't like me, I think, what's wrong with them? What's not to like? (laughs) Y'all are rolling your eyes at me right now. I will say again, jealousy is lethal. Finding fault in everyone is petty and spiritually immature. Negativity is a joy sucker. It drains the energy and refuses to rejoice in the sovereignty and provision of Jesus. Somebody needs to hear that. Negativity is a joy sucker and it drains the energy and it refuses to rejoice in the sovereignty and the provision of Jesus. Hmm. We got to think about that for a second. A soaker is positive. They see the good. They don't pity and they don't feel sorry for. If they are a good friend, they will not allow you to be negative for long. At their core, they love and want to be an encourager. Let me just say this here, and if you don't get anything else from tonight, listen to this. Secure people 
don't have to be negative about anyone or anything. I'll leave that right there. Number six, in a sucker friendship, you are the one that always gives and they always take. The friendship is one-sided. Everything from time, money, emotional investment. One is always helping the other. One always has to be in control. One person is getting a ton out of the relationship while the other is lacking. Soakers understand the balance of friendship and gives and takes, taking turns, not keeping score, but being intentional about the effort in the friendship. Remember, people do what they want to do and that they don't, they don't. Pay attention. Number seven, suckers are untrustworthy. You don't trust them. This should seem kind of obvious, but most of the time we make excuses. We don't want to hurt their feelings if we don't know for sure that they're lying, right? Your gut tells you that what they're saying isn't right or it's not true or they've spread something about you or maybe they have a pattern of lying or stretching the truth or exaggerating other things in their lives. They also can't keep their mouth shut. They do not hesitate to tell others what you've shared in confidence. People who talk to you about other people talk to other people about you. I want to say all of us are guilty of these things. We've done these things, okay? I'm not... I'm not saying I haven't. I'm saying these are things we need to remember. Are we a soaker or a sucker? (laughs) Soakers are trustworthy. They're honest. They say what they mean and they mean what they say. They're confidential because why do I say that? They prove it. My closest friends have never burned me. In other words, nothing I've said has come back to bite me in the butt. You know what I mean? That's huge in a friendship. Holding someone else's info is a privilege. Don't blow it. Number eight, sucker friendships. You don't like who you are when you're with them. You know what I mean? You make bad choices when you're around them. Ever wonder how you got yourself into the situation? Yep, a toxic friend can do that to you. (laughs) Now, you make the choice to sin. I need to say that. You own that. But hanging around with sucker people can usher in things that are not Christ-like or God-honoring. They can introduce thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and attitudes. You know what I'm talking about. Listen to what the Bible says, Proverbs 13, verse 20. Walk with the wise and become wise. Associate with fools and get in trouble. Soakers push each other towards Jesus and are quick to forgive and speak truth in love in order to restore a person back to behaviors and choices that are healthy and a right relationship with Jesus. Sucker friendships, you feel used. Oh my goodness, this one's a hard one for me. I've had some people in my life that I thought were good friends, but they used me for various things. Be wary of those people that only hang out with you because of what they can get. The ones that want you, but not the real you, only the pieces of you that benefit them or only certain things about you that make them feel good or give them recognition or advance their agenda. You guys, this happens to me all the time. I have to say this one sucks. I hate it. Like, you know, that the only reason that they're paying attention to you is because they feel they can get something from you. I had someone tell me, if I hang out with you, more people will like me. (laughs) Okay. Or they said, you make me feel good about myself, so I'm willing to put up with your weirdness. (laughs) People, I'm not even kidding. 
I better shut my mouth. Actually, I think you're dumb. Let me just go ahead and say it. I think you're dumb if you think hanging out with me is going to make you look better. I'm not the favorite one chosen for the dodgeball team. You hear what I'm saying? (laughs) Oh my goodness. I better stop. Soakers are there for the good, the bad, and the ugly. They can be counted on no matter what. Number 10, sucker friends, you're embarrassed by their behavior towards others and you have to make excuses for them. You don't even know why you're friends with them sometimes. A soaker friend is a kind person, treats all people with love and kindness, doesn't purposely hurt people with words or actions, and you are able to be exactly who God made you to be, no more, no less, because that's all they require. Oof. When we're friends with people, we love them. We're supposed to love them, right? A healthy friendship will have these traits. So let's, I just thought this would be kind of cool. Let's try to read this passage of scripture this way. 1 Corinthians 13, four through seven, we know it's the love verses, but let's talk about it in a friend way because we're supposed to love our friends, right? So let's read this. A friend is patient and kind. Friends do not envy. They don't boast and they aren't proud. Friends do not dishonor each other. They aren't self-seeking. Friends are not easily angered and they keep no record, record of wrongdoing. Friends do not delight in evil but rejoice in the truth. Friends always protect. Friends always trust. Friends always hope. Friends always persevere. The older we get, the more jaded we can become, especially if we've been hurt and we have crud that we haven't dealt with yet in the area of friendships. Listen to this passage, Proverbs 18, verse 24. There are friends who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. I have to say, I know the difference. I've had some that don't stand with me, and I've had some that have stood with me, and I am so grateful to God for that. So what do you do if you are on the outs with a friend or you have a sucker relationship? Or maybe you are the sucker in the relationship. Number one, it starts with prayer. Pray and ask the Lord how you are to engage or disengage with this person. You absolutely need the Holy Spirit to guide you on this one. I'm telling you. So pray a lot. (laughs) Number two, tell the truth. You've heard me say that so many times. Remember, when we deal with crud and let's get real, a relationship that is not healthy is a form of crud and we must deal with it. How do we deal with our crud? We start with the truth. That's the hardest part. So for me, this is twofold when it comes to friendships. A, when we've been hurt by a soaker, like we're the one, we are the ones that have been hurt in the relationship, admitting the truth. What happened? What did the person do to me? How do they make me feel when we're together? Are they a soaker? Do they, or do they point me to Jesus or do they suck me dry? I find it helps to write it out. Honestly, write it out, the positives and the negatives. Your answers are going to surprise y'all. And then we need to decide based on how we are being led to open up and communicate how we're feeling. Remember, I'm talking about close friendships. If this is more of an acquaintance, then do what the Holy Spirit leads you to do. I will say this, it's not going to be fun. <laughs> you probably you probably <laughs> will not feel comfortable I'm just going to say, speak the truth anyway and do it with respect and love. 
One thing I would strongly recommend when you communicate how you're feeling is that you do not make statements like, you make me do, or you make me feel, or you always. I would stick to how you feel. For example, if I'm in a friendship feeling used or maybe feeling put down by this friend, I would start something like, um, I wanted to talk to you because I've been feeling used and put down. When this happens and I would say and describe what it is, the action or the words that are said, I feel used and it makes me feel sad or I feel sad. Don't say makes me, I feel sad. Always stick to what's true for you, the truth, right? Something like that. Because the temptation would be to blame them for the situation. You make me feel. No, nobody makes us do anything. The actions I feel based on these actions, but no one makes me do anything, right? Just be careful with that. The temptation is going to be to blame them, but I need to be brutally honest. You're the one allowing it. (laughs) You're the one still in it and being around it. We can't control what others do, but we can control how we respond. No one can make us sin. If you say to somebody, hanging around you makes me sin, that's a lie. No one can make us sin. We do that ourselves. You understand what I'm trying to say? Don't blame them. Own what you what it what is what it is, and say the truth in love and in respect. One final thought: you may not get the outcome by communicating how you're feeling that you hoped for. That's okay. As much as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. If that person rejects what you're saying or tries to blame you for their behavior or talks over you, keep praying. <laughs> Hold fast to the boundaries that the Holy Spirit gave you. Don't be bullied, shake the dust off, forgive them, and keep walking. And then the second part of the truth is B, acknowledging our part in this relationship, our part. What have we done? What could we have done different? Have we sinned against our friends? Have we gossiped? Have we belittled? Have we broken their trust? Have we been a sucker in the life of someone else? The answer is most of us have been both. That's the sad truth, but it is the truth. When we've hurt someone, the best thing to do is to acknowledge it and ask them for forgiveness. Just be honest about it. The point is to love like Jesus loves. It might not repair or restore the relationship, and sometimes that happens. But again, we must acknowledge our part if we've done wrong. That is maturity. Like we all mess up. And Jesus knows this and he still loves us. We need to put our big girl, our big boy panties on and ask for forgiveness and then try to not be a sucker anymore. We need to be a soaker. We are not called to be best friends with every human being. We are called to be kind and to love like Jesus Christ. I know this is a hurtful subject because I hear from so many of you about lost friendships or strained relationships. There's nothing worse than thinking you were friends and finding out that you are not what you thought you were in the relationship or hurting each other because of jealousy. You and I don't need a ton of friends. We need one or two good ones. That's truly a blessing if we have that. If you don't have good friends, pray and ask the Lord to send you one. Believe me, he cares about that. He truly cares about that. I'm super thankful for the friendships that the Lord has given me. I love you all. I love you all so much. Everybody's got crud. Deal with your crud 
so you can walk in freedom, love, and peace. I'm Sonia Bruner. This is Crud Talk. See you next time.